Hey everybody, welcome to the Theomatic Podcast, the place that we are making good theology automatic. This is season two already. Thanks to everybody who joined us for season one. We're really excited for this season because we're going to be answering questions, your questions. Every episode is going to be a response and an answer to a question that somebody asked. And so we're so glad that you're with us. Every time that you leave a comment, rate, or subscribe, it helps get the word out for more people to join us. So make sure you do that on whatever platform you're listening on. And let's jump right into today's episode. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. We're just having fun here. We are going to, this episode is going to be based on a question that we got on Instagram Mm -hmm. from Darder Dork. And (laughs) great job. Darder Dork. Hey. Are you sure? Everybody can choose their own name. (laughs) It's up on the screen. It's up on the screen. Anyway, great question here says this. I know so many people, and I even wonder this oftentimes myself. How. Do you differentiate between God's voice and your own thoughts mm-hmm. or thoughts from the enemy? Mm-hmm. How do you differentiate between, is that God? Is that just me? Or is that actually the evil one speaking to me? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. i throw it to you, Daniel. Yeah, we were having a feisty discussion right before the cameras turned on, so we decided just to turn them on and go we for this. We stopped talking so we I could I started have our... saying, have you ever done this? Like you say something like that you think is super obvious and the other person is like, what? So this is what I said, and we'll start here. So... Um, there's a scripture, it's John 10. This is when I have gotten this question as a pastor many times, I would use this. Um, but I want to start by saying the way I hear God's voice in my head, I hear it in my head. Like, like, um, man, that now that I'm saying it live and out loud, I want to almost correct (laughs) it. Um, um, when I have a dialogue with God and I feel like I hear a response, I hear it in my own voice or like my own, the voice of my consciousness. Conversely, when I'm tempted or when the enemy puts something in my head, so to speak, let's just like really reduce it. It's way more complex than this, but I'll also hear that in my head. I've heard pastors say before that's because, uh, like the enemy will use I messages like, you know, I'm the worst, like he'll whisper in your ear, like I'm the worst. And then you own that language and you feel like it's coming from you. Right. I've heard that said, I don't know if that's true or not, but it's a good picture. Anyway, the point is the voice, so to speak, for me in my head sounds the same. And the only way I can distinguish the difference is the motive and the outcome of the message. Okay. So for me, that's how I distinguish it. Okay. So, but let's read John 10. So okay. we can touch back on that. Okay. I just want yeah, to share from, touch back on because that. part of this, like when I was excited to answer this question, rather than just read John 10 and be like, you'll figure it out. Like you're, if you're a sheep, you'll know his voice. I wanted to explain the mechanics of what happens in my head a little bit. And I want to know what happens in yours because you've never shared that with me. Mm. So let's read John 10. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought them out on his own, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. All right. There's two other verses that we need to read because nobody ever reads through these. So we always stop there. A stranger will not follow but they will flee from him for they don't know the voice of a stranger. And then it says this, this figure of speech. So now that's Jesus in quotes, all that prior stuff. And then it says this, this figure of speech, Jesus used with them, but they did not understand what he was saying. So even in the verse that we use all the time to explain to people, we can hear his voice. (laughs) 
they physically heard his voice <laughs> and, and did not understand what he was saying. Wow. You know, and then Jesus is like, so Jesus says again to them, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep, you know, and then he expands. Yeah. But I think it's funny often that the scripture we always use to explain it, the people even hearing it live didn't get it. Oh my goodness. You know what I mean? So you're not alone. This is a question that we are going to struggle out in front of you. Um, we're going to share things that we've, I mean, I've never told you how I hear what I believe to be the voice of God. So no. I went, I went first. I was vulnerable and weird. You go second. Yeah. You were definitely weird. Son. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What an important question. How do you, it's a really great, great question. How do you differentiate? I like what you said. Now, let me go back to what you said. You said, the motivation and the, the outcome? motive and the outcome is how what I use to distinguish. Okay. Yeah, and, and again, I can expand we, on that once you share. Yeah, let's talk <laughs> just to make sure everybody's getting this. We we didn't pre-plan this. None of this is prepped. This season, especially, we didn't plan a lot because we got to thinking about the philosophy of even what we're doing here, talking mm. about good theology being automatic, and so we wanted to display for you guys all what it looks like to. When you get a subject thrown at you, like a question like this, what does it look like to, yeah. in the moment, say, what do I know about that? What do I think God says about that? And if you and if you decide, and we might decide at the end of this or a different episode. That we don't you know. know. We don't know enough, <laughs> and it's going to drive us back to study. But, Love it. But we want to be living in a way where we have some sort of framework for anything that comes at us yes. based on God's word. So, okay. Is there anything in scripture that we directly says how to do it, right? That's yeah. the first step. So, we haven't had this discussion. I... I think about this a lot too. Even I'm a pastor. Doesn't mean that everything that I hear. So I would say I I I had a mentor once say to me, um, you know, if you think that you're hearing something that you don't want to do, then it's probably not <laughs> you. It's probably God, right? Mm -hmm. So I do think that's a great place to start. Like you're not gonna your flesh is not gonna try and or the devil's not going to convince you to go pray for that person in the, in the, in the grocery Be store. Because a house divided against itself cannot stand. Yeah. But so many times Christians are like, I don't know if that's me or God. It's like, yeah, that's for, if, that's for sure. If it hurts the flesh <laughs> and it goes against yeah. the devil, it's probably God. Motive and outcome. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So motive and outcome is, is, is what you're hearing. What do you mean by that motive? Yeah, What's so, the motive part of it? Is, is what you, you're hearing it in I'm your head? I'm not going to let you off the hook. I'm going to come back to I you. Will I um, will. So, so, so I can't, I mean, just I'm just being really vulnerable. I can't distinguish a difference in the voices. It all sounds like my own consciousness sounds, which when I say that, again, I've heard on TikTok that some people don't even have a voice in their head. I have a full-on voice that speaks in the language that I speak. It's English. And it's like, hey, you should go do this thing or you shouldn't do that okay. thing, right? So I literally hear like a narrator almost and I can't distinguish the voice. So the way I figure out what is God leading me through that consciousness is when the motive is for others. Oh, I see. Or So yeah. you're here, you're quote unquote hearing something and then you yeah. ask yourself, is the motive here selfish or is it if yeah. it's for somebody else? Be like, okay, that's a pretty and good. And the sign hardest that thing to distinguish when, and that's what I need others, is when I want the thing that you think, I God think is, is God telling me. So like, oh, it's yeah. the hardest one. I'm like, is this? Could this good thing be what God wants for me? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I now I get what you're saying, and I agree with you. 
So what does it sound like? I think oh, I think that the would way be a disagreed with <laughs> in I think, front of millions of people. Uh, millions. <laughs> I think the way you're describing what you hear on the inside is I guess I would describe it that way too. I don't I don't hear like a different audible voice. Yeah, we get it. You're not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it is on the inside. Yeah. Um but but when you say I hear it in my own voice, you're not saying I think it is me talking to me. Correct. It's, it's just the way that you're hearing it. But you actually are believing that God is speaking to you, as it were, from the outside in. Yes. Yeah. Or through or through the Spirit from the inside out. From the inside out. out. But yeah. it's not you just telling yourself I'm not the, something. I'm not the source of the okay, information, good. but it's in the voice that I recognize. It's in the, yeah. yeah. It's, okay. I agree with that. Okay. And so I, so I do the same thing. I'm like, okay, I, I feel like I just heard something from God. How do I know if it's me the devil or the world or actually from God. So I would say it's not always easy in some cases. And in some cases, it's really easy. Super and the easy times so. that it's really easy, I think is a lot like what you're saying. If if I wasn't thinking about a subject and then I'm impressed with something that, yeah. is, that is biblical and godly and good and for somebody else, and, and that came out of nowhere, 100% I'm like, okay, Lord. those are all good signs that, that God is speaking yeah. to me. Um, which is why it's harder to know that you're hearing when it's about you. Yes. Which, by the way, is why the we gift of prophecy <laughs> yeah. and the church is yeah. so valuable. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because, yeah, you have you have a, what's the term? Bias. A bias, yeah. yeah. Or conflict of interest. Like, yeah, I really yeah. want, did That's I hear God term. say? Yeah. <laughs> I have a little conflict of interest here, but I think the Lord's asking <laughs> me to I do. Think, it could really benefit me. I mean, think of every pastor who has to preach on the biblical discipline of tithe. It's like, I know you probably think I'm benefiting from this somehow, but you're really the one that's going to benefit the most. Right? Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's for somebody else and it's good and godly and all that, and it came out of nowhere, it's like, okay, I think I'm hearing from God here. For sure. Um, when it's for me in particular, it gets more difficult. And that's why some of the other tools that God has given us, I think I do. And I think people need to employ more at those times. So running it, running it, the thought by somebody or yes, multiple people. That's good. The Bible uses the term, the multitude of counsel. I'm not saying ask every single person their opinion. Um, but ask, can you drill in on that a little bit? Cause yeah. that's a really great distinction. Yeah. The more. The multitude of counsel would be going to peers, loved ones, spiritual leaders and mentors, and not just asking that because there is a difference between opinion and godly wisdom. So good. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and I think it's okay to ask somebody's opinion, but if I come up to you and I say, Daniel, I'm thinking about moving to Texas, give me your opinion. Mm -hmm. You can give me it. You actually could give me an opinion right now. Yeah. Which m might be fine it probably isn't that healthy for me to just get your opinion in the moment on that big of a decision. But if I said to you, Daniel, I feel like the Lord is leading me to move to Texas. I actually don't want your opinion. I want you to, I want to ask that you do the labor of love and go and pray for Beautiful. me. Yeah. And then if you feel like you hear something, come back and tell me what you felt like you heard from God. Mm -hmm. And then I do that with five trusted people in my life. All of a sudden, if those five people all come back and they're like, Hey, I, f I don't feel like I the Lord has given peace to that or and so and then all five tell me that even though in my mind I'm like I think I heard God say that but now I have five mentors or trusted believers filled with the Holy Spirit say the opposite I have to take that into account and be like well maybe I wasn't hearing from God 
Yes. And love so it. I've I've run into this exact situation uh, recently about some very, very massive and big decisions in my life where I'm like, I think that one way is logical. I want it. It's, I think God's leading. But there's a there's a council of people in my world that are entrusted with godly authority mm. that I have to say. And I truly can say, like, if you guys are all disagreeing, I'm choosing by faith to say, maybe I heard it wrong or we see through a, the Bible says we see through a glass Darkly. dimly. Mm -hmm. And so and but I'm choosing by faith to trust hmm. the 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 authority that's over me and, and other people's voices, not just what I want to hear. Love it. So that's a few things. Um, I would say, of course, if this wasn't already obvious, bounce what you're thinking off of the Bible. Yeah. Um, and if it disagrees with the Bible, then it's it's not God. Yeah. Because he's not going to tell you something that is yeah. in contradiction contradiction to his word. Yeah, to the breadth of Scripture. Mm -hmm. Is it important to dis make a distinction between our own thoughts or the thoughts of, in this case, it says from the enemy? Yeah. Um. How yeah. do you know? Okay, so how do you? We talk about how you know you're hearing from God or how you believe you're hearing from God. Yeah. And by the way, some people out there say, God told me blank. And I actually think there's a place for that. And I, I think th it's I pretty think there's rare, but there's more and more of a place for that if you're a proven prophet, yeah. which, which takes there, time. Which and, the, and there are. And there are. Uh, for me personally, I don't probably ever yeah, say it there. like that. I typically will say, I think I heard or I feel like the Lord said mm -hmm. blank. Yeah, I'm sensing this. I need some confirmation. I mean, think of it this way, like a big, dis um, it's really easy to say like, should I read my Bible this morning? The next answer you get, if it's nah, it's probably you. <laughs> you know, if it's yes, that's probably the Lord leading you to do what's best for you. Ultimately, those are small decisions. You don't need to call your friends. Should I read my Bible today? You don't need to, mm -hmm. you know, if you're about to make a huge decision, think of it like nuclear launch codes, you know, like the nuclear launch codes of your life. You need someone to read the same number that you're reading. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think all of us sort of function that way. It's like the bigger the decision or the larger the impact, the more wisdom of counsel that we need to make sure we're hearing right. Yeah. You know, and then um, um, so is it important to distinguish your own voice from the enemy? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So let's say we just talked about how, you know, you're hearing from God. OK, let's put that aside. If somebody is like struggling with what would be called intrusive thoughts or and they're like, is this the enemy talking to me or not? Like how is that a different? Do you differentiate that differently than on the God side or? Well, it's in John 10, actually. So, well, John 10 says they won't even recognize the voice of the stranger. Yeah. Well, it they... freaks me out because I'm a pastor and I, I recognize it at least the voice of the temptations of the world. Like I recognize that. Oh yeah. That, that sin is tempting yeah. me. It's not yeah. like I'm totally deaf to it, but that's kind of, or does your translation say it differently? Well, or? I'm in ESV, which is the same translation yeah. that you're in, but um, it says a stranger, they will not follow in fact, or, but, but they will flee from him, which is what we're supposed to do for, with the okay. enemy. So here's so maybe what, the translation I'm remembering about recognizing doesn't, isn't really the point. The point is, what are you following? Following, exactly. So, so let me just go. Don't, for don't lose your thought. I but won't. Let me give you one. I got it. Let me. Yeah, don't lose it. Let me give you one story that I remember. Uh, I've always remembered this. A friend of mine in college went on a mission trip to Africa. Mm -hmm. I wish I had personally experienced this so I could tell it as a preacher. But she said she went, and they still shepherd there. 
Mm. You know, there's still shepherds in the yeah. world. And, and this obviously is Jesus talking, using an analogy of a right. shepherd and yeah. sheep and all that. And she said, I w- she was like, I was blown away. I, I was down at a watering hole and there was all these sheep drinking and then a few shepherds. And then she's like, I saw this one shepherd walk away. And as they're walking away, they made a call. I didn't, you know, whatever, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I don't know. Corporate will. <laughs> you know, I don't know what they said. Yeah. And then she said she saw all these sheep that were in different places kind of like filter out and go and follow that shepherd. That's amazing. And then I've seen other videos. And so she's like, it was amazing. The, the sheep knew their shepherd's voice and followed it. And then I've seen other videos. There's this one other video that I saw that the shepherd would yell at the sheep and then he had all these people that are with him. He told them the exact same words to say and tried. they all tried to mimic his voice. The same words, like not even a different command. That's amazing. The same command and trying to me trying to sound like Daniel. And all these If these we can people, find that video, we should link it below. We That's should amazing. link it below. We'll yeah. try and link it below. They're all yelling to the sheep on the hill and they, they're like deaf. They don't even hear it. But then the true shepherd yells it and they all come. Okay. And so, so let me add that, on to that. I think is what Jesus is talking about here is they're not even going to listen. I'm getting chills. The story is so good. It's exactly perfect. I think it's exactly what he's what he's trying to get by. And and I, I'm I'm now friends in Utah with this guy who has 140 acres. He has all these cattle. He's a farmer. And it's a we went and we helped them like give the cows their shots. Like I brought the whole family because I you know anything agrarian you want to expose the kids to because yes, it's I like don't, I don't even know what agrarian means, but okay, agricultural. You know <laughs> uh, like yeah. raising animals and stuff because we're so disconnected <laughs> from it. And yeah. half of the analogies in the Bible are like you know agrarian <laughs> about life. plants and animals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like I don't know which one of these is. The vegetable. I'm like, nah, that's not the point, you know. But anyway, so we go, and and it was amazing. He he has this green hat that he wears every day when he feeds the cows, and and um, if he walks out without the hat on, they're a little bit like, hey, what are you doing? You know, he puts the hat on. They're like, oh, it's you. You, it's food, <laughs> and it's just amazing to me. And I think about these sheep, like from their shepherd, they get you know. Um, protection and led into pastures. I mean, obviously these are mm-hmm. wandering wild animals that they weren't fed from a trough, but like right. he leads them to the good pastures. And so as we learn Jesus's voice, maybe probably the best way from this analogy is to be fed by him daily, to like get the good stuff from him daily. And when that voice keeps popping in your head, just keep following it. Exactly. And you, right. I mean, I get chills. When I think about it because it's such a great system. The more you go with your shepherd, the more you know it. Exactly. Yeah. So I always tell people this, um, like if I, you know, they're asking me, well, how do I know if I'm hearing from God? And it, it's something you have to grow in. You have to grow. So, in. you know, if, if the first day that I met you, we met and had a conversation for 30 minutes, let's say, and then two days later you called me, I wouldn't recognize your voice. Yeah. You don't, there's not enough safe. history. There's not enough context. New phone. Who dis? Right. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, hey, Daniel. Yeah, I remember meeting you, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't recognize your voice yet. Mm-hmm. But if we talk on the phone every single day Come on. and you call me, even if I don't see your name pop up, I'll hear your voice and I'll know who, I'll recognize you mm-hmm. because of the time and the history. And so that's, I completely agree with your point of like, that's the real answer. <laughs> you know, why read the Bible? Why pray? Why? One reason is because you want to get to know his voice. Yeah. You know, I if you're going to hear his voice and obey his voice, you have to mm-hmm. get to know his voice. Well, and his voice will lead you where you're supposed to go, keep you safe, prevent you, you know, um, um, protect you from from the lion and the bears. You know what I mean? So so um, 
I almost, I mean, we can give you hows or what, how we do it, but I think you've, you've just hit it. The biggest, how do you distinguish is by listening to them regularly in the small things. That's it. That's how I'm going to teach my kids. I'm kids. Listen to this episode. Here's mm -hmm. God's heart for you. Mm -hmm. Listen to him in the little things. Like, should I read my, but ask him, maybe even ask him. I've never tried this. I'm going to do this. Lord, should I read my word today? That next voice you hear, that's him telling you yes mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. and do it every day in the little things so as the big things come you really know right that's powerful yeah and and i think that you know the bible talks about testing specifically in regards to prophecy yes but in many ways this is the same subject it is right mm -hmm. it's prophecy is hearing from god and delivering that message mm -hmm. so we're doing that for ourselves on on the inside of our mind all the time is, am I hearing that from God and am I receiving that message? So, um, but it talks about, you know, test, test that word, see, you know, see if it rings true and all those things. And so, um, you know, one way that you can grow in recognizing that voice as you're learning is to do more of the testing. I would say we already agreed earlier on the bigger issues of life for sure. But then just in general, maybe as you're learning and, and the and the the longer you go, mm. you'll you'll know I I've heard this before, I I felt that same thing before. Um and everybody's different, like like my wife, for example, she'll <laughs> she of course we always believe the Holy Spirit's with us, but she'll say and sometimes God shows up in a in a, a manifest way, yeah. like a different way. And she's like, I always know when the Holy Spirit comes because I get these um, goosebumps Chills. out goosebumps, of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. And I don't that doesn't happen to me, but I'll feel get on the goosebumps, Craig. <laughs> I'll feel or experience God in a different way. And by the way, this just needs to be said: the Holy Spirit is not your goosebumps. Yeah. And He's not your emotions. Now, when He shows up, you might. You might have a reaction. Yeah, you might yeah. react. Yeah, and, and it's cool to feel him. But when you don't feel him, that doesn't mean he's not there. Come on, the Just, manifest presence really was say. called the Shekinah glory. That's right. the term. It, it, the literally Shekinah glory meant like a weight, a weighty, a weighty That's presence. That's why the priests couldn't stand they couldn't up, even stand. Couldn't even stand. That's how you know he's in the house. You're pressed into the ground. I mean, yeah. that's that's insane. M many of us will never experience that. I have actually experienced something like that at one point in my life um, in, in a prayer service. I mean, just you just felt the weight. It wasn't weird. You, you knew exactly what it was, um, but it was manifest. It was like with us, like a real mm. physical presence. And I had a big emotional reaction to it. Maybe we should do an episode sometime on the omnipresence of God mm. versus the manifest presence of God. That's really good, yeah. Like we'll even be in prayer meetings. We'll be like, "Come, Holy Spirit," and it's kind of like, "Well, he's already here. He's already there." <laughs> but but you know, anyway, that's for yeah, another episode. Yeah, that's another episode. So let's uh let's give some final thoughts. People that are trying to determine what voice they're hearing, and then in re in the final thoughts, if there's any any more tools that we haven't covered yet, or that we want to reemphasize for people that they can walk away with in growing in their their yeah. relationship with God in this way. Well, um. Um, my mentor told me, you want to know what the God sounds like? He sounds a lot like the Bible. So he, you know, he kind of led me or ushered me into just reading the Bible to get to recognize Jesus's voice. You know, uh, that one dude on TikTok. I wish I should know his name. He's got like, you know, he's like, Oh, a McCabe or a KB lame or something like that. Right. Yeah. They, they, How do we not know him? He's got like the no, second no, yeah, most for sure. Amazing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, like, yeah, the Bible. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah. How do I hear God? 
the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And then if you Let's tag him. <laughs> yeah. And then if you hit like subjects that are that you, you need discernment about, ask him and you'll, you'll get more revelation. So what we're saying is like, um, if you ask me, how do you know when you've met the person you want to marry? I literally can't describe it to you. I can simply tell you, you'll know when you know, um, like you just know, like, I, and everyone who's ever been married and has a successful marriage and married that person that is like the perfect fit. They will tell you the same thing. I can never describe it to you. You'll know when you know. And, uh, you got to grow into it though. Expose yourself to it. Um, practice, um, tell the Lord like, Hey, I, I'm here to hear from you today. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm going to commit this 25, 30 minutes to just hearing from you. Speak to me mm-hmm. and he will. And I've heard Daniel say this too about um, about your wife. I don't remember exactly the subject we were talking about, but you said that doesn't sound like something Marie would say. And uh, and so it'd be like if, if your husband or wife, you literally had a 2,000 page thing that they wrote for you mm-hmm. and you got to know that. So then you would know literally what they've said or not said. That's the Bible. But then you get to know that person in relationship so much that when it comes to asking questions like, is our theology automatic? We would say, I don't, that doesn't sound like something Marie would say or God would say. 100%. Well, well, it doesn't say in the Bible you shouldn't drink gasoline. No, it doesn't directly (laughs) say that. But because I know the context of the rest of God's word and that that would be something that would harm me. Yeah. I just don't believe that God would say that. And so when that thought comes in my head, drink, you know, drink gasoline or, or take your own life or cut yourself or you should be angry at that person because you deserve it or whatever it is, even if it's not something where you can't find a verse that says exactly that, you know, God's heart enough to say that can't be his voice because it doesn't line up with everything else. His values and who I know him to be. Yeah. Boom. So that's it. Get to know, get to know God through through His Word, of course. Um, again, I want to emphasize embracing the tool of the church and the body of believers around you, and the multitude of counsel, running things off of people when you think you're hearing it. Mm-hmm. And again, if it's something that is good for somebody else and doesn't feel good to your flesh, it's probably Him asking you to do it. And, and yeah, I, I think that's all I got other yeah. than it's like Daniel said, it's, it's a process. And so spend time with God daily and you'll grow in it. Yeah. Great answer. Thank you for the question. Hey everybody. Thanks for joining this episode today. We're so glad that you're with us. If this episode spoke to you, make sure you share it with a friend. And every time you leave a comment, subscribe and share, it helps get the word out. We're so glad that you're with us on this journey and we'll see you next time.